Hello friends, I'm your host Chris Thrill, I'm a former Royal Marines Commando, I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt Podcast. So good evening everybody, I'm Chris Thrall, I'm a former Royal Marine turned adventurer, author, traveller, speaker, um, podcaster and YouTuber, but more than that, today we're here to talk about the truth, aren't we? So I'm a, a truth warrior, I guess you can say, and I think as many of us are coming to realise, there's never been a more greater need is there our children's futures are literally being sold out under their feet um, not just by the the sociopathic elite that that clearly have a, an, a, an agenda to hammer you know hammer home their 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 new world order so to speak but of course also by uh, naive misguided and can we say, and I mean this, no offence whatsoever, but blinkered parents who are not aware as to what's going on in the world. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say probably get all their information from something like this or a, or a black box in the corner of the living room. And, um, and if you live that life, and I probably quite patronising, you call it living in the matrix, I... I don't mean that disrespectfully, although maybe it is a bit disrespectful because I used to live in the Matrix, right? But um, we use that expression in the in the sort of truth movement for for people that are blissfully unaware of the the cage that's built around us from birth and that's getting reinforced day by day by corporate financial but but moreover power interests and the future once you get to understand it and I'm not here to be alarming that doesn't work I'm not here to frighten anyone that's not going to work I'm get I'm here to get us to see the picture that if we don't start loving one another if we don't start practicing empathy kindness understanding learning if we don't start moving from our from our child brain so your left brain your small brain into the right hemisphere your bigger brain your thinking brain your creative brain your understanding brain your kind brain your visionary brain and if we don't open up what you might hear referred to as our third eye which is simply a a, a gland in your brain it's not it's not as glamorous as it sounds but it's actually called the pineal gland and it allows you to sense um, sense situations rather than try to log logic them right and if we don't do these things um, we're literally selling the beauty of life and the beauty for our children down we're selling them down the river we're selling them to the sociopaths um, the sociopaths let's let's remember too they are victims born um, with this way of being or or maybe it's nature or nurture I, I I'm not even I wouldn't um, like I wouldn't like to go there but 
individuals that grow up that will do anything for power, anything for power, um, and individuals that now control all the major interests worldwide. So if you're not aware, there's two companies have controlling shares in every single company floated on the stock market. Two companies. This is the, the level of severity of the situation in which they've boxed us and we've just let them. And we let them, let's be honest, because when people stood up and went, there's something a bit funny going on here and this doesn't make sense. What did we do? We called them tin foils, didn't we? We called them nutcases and we laughed at them. And now, uh, when you consider, let's just have an imaginary situation where the whole planet were locked in their houses, let's just say for, I don't know, maybe like two years, we'd all go, no, that's impossible. No, that, no, that, that would never happen, Chris. That, that could, you know, that couldn't pop. Well, you get what I'm trying to say. They're not quite so tinfoil, tinfoil hat now, are they? And we need to stop laughing. And when you get veterans like myself, um, people like Mike here, former elite, elite operators, and it's not just us, this goes to warrant officers, this goes to officers, this goes to retired colonels, who are all now switching on to this agenda that, that, that we're under. And it's good. Um, and it's good. But we need to keep saying our message. We need to keep saying our peace. We need to say it gently, kindly, but we don't back down. We are not the elephant in the room anymore. It's... It's those that, that are still blind as to what's going on and as such are still supporting their own children's slavery and we can't be having that. So hope that's made a bit of sense. Without further ado, Mike McCarthy, how are you, sir? Good, my friend. Good. Been a, a great day for gardening. My, uh, my cabbage are being attacked by cabbage flies. So a bit of a, a tragic day in the garden, but I dealt with it. All is good. That's, a, that's one of the issues with uh, vegetables, isn't it? Vegetable growing. You need you know, need your own Luftwaffe to fend off all the bloody invaders. Yeah, it's constant, yeah. But I love it. I've got my, my children love it. So we, we grow a lot of food and it keeps my children busy trying to make our patch productive. But yeah, we, we've got a, a, a lot of food growing, which I highly recommend everyone get into, you know, start learning how to garden. And um, yeah, imagine a world with uh, when they switch the power off, and see how quickly the uh, the veneer of civilization um, disappears. And uh, yeah, it's good to yeah. not go hungry. Exactly, and also um, I'm just gonna just finish off saying my bit, bit, Mike. So we all know where we are for this evening's little uh, uh, banyan. Um, but this is what I love about Mike, folks. He's always very calm. He's always loving. He's always about family and he's always about doing the things that we should all be doing naturally, like growing the vegetables and not screaming, you know, screaming at people who might be wearing certain things, let's say. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? You know, we've got to be calm about this and we've got to be, we can't buy into the agenda of hate because that is what they want. They want you to use the infrastructure that they've built from you since you were born, which is hate, bigotry, jealousy, envy, 
greed, ridicule, scoffing, laughing, you know, all those horrible human traits. That's what they want. They want you arguing over silly things like skin colour. I mean, could you ever believe that human beings would be divided over issues about what colour we are, right? They're very clever, aren't they? They are very clever when you think that we've been a species on this planet for God, God knows how many millions of years together and suddenly these guys come along or they get their act together and we start arguing over very silly things because they're really clever at getting us doing it. So before I uh, go off track anymore, Mike is a former para-signaller, so an airborne warrior. Been on the podcast now, I think, about three times. Uh, probably fair to say one of the most popular guests of all time because Mike knows his stuff. And what we're going to do today, I'm just going to play you a little bit of video about Mike. Not that kind of video, unfortunately. Uh, look, all my notes have now gone out the window and I'm all confused. Ah, oh, there we go. Um, I'm just going to read you nine of the ways we're being controlled as we all sit here now. What I'm going to do, folks, is let you guys come up with a 10. So remember language. Don't use the language that's going to get us flagged by these guys. You know the words I mean. Don't be using nasty little words that, that you wouldn't say at the dinner table. Don't be saying words with numbers on. Don't be saying words that have reference to um, small people. Do you get it? All that goes straight to them. They control the computer software, remember. Just be a bit clever when you write and then your comment won't have to be removed if it, you know, if it is about something, um, something a bit touchy. But in short, Mike and I are going to be talking about, number one, education system. Number two, the financial system. Number three, religion. Number four, media. Number five, some of you will be clever enough to work this out, sport and the military-industrial complex. Number six, history, or moreover, who writes it? Number seven, the Hegelian dialect, that's problem, reaction, solution. Number eight, uh, false flag. We're gonna be very careful and be careful in the comments, guys. Don't go writing down false flag incidents. It's just gonna get us taken off YouTube. We all know what they are. Right, we, we you know we, we don't have to impress each other in a comment. Everyone everyone knows if they've been half awake uh, for the last twenty years. The ones that we're talking about. Um, and number nine, I've got culture and social engineering. Um, for example, how you can get people to soften up and be softies that can't fight for themselves. Possibly. Uh, using words like past, when what they really mean is died, right? They're very, very powerful, these people. So that's that. Let me pray you a little bit about Mike. Hope I got the right video here, Mike. Check this out. Well, we just ended there, Mike, with your, um, with, with a base jump off a cliff. Let's just put it that way. And my heart always. <laughs> so when you were base jumping, and fr friends at home, Mike was the first person to base jump off the Eiffel Tower and the Empire State Building. 
probably seen the seen the documentaries they make about it. you have to smuggle yourself up wearing your parachute underneath your jacket then when no one's looking you quickly go <laughs> and just jump over the edge so did you ever worry mike that it wouldn't open um yeah oh no i never i always thought my parachute would open with base jumping you don't have a reserve parachute or maybe they do today but certainly when i was jumping um, you know, you wouldn't have a reserve parachute. Now people are, you know, jumping off big cliffs with a, a, a normal, you know, a base rig with a, with a reserve and, and all sorts. But, um, yeah, the, I, I think the major concern would be, uh, having an off heading opening, you know, and that, that happened a few times. And, um, so yeah, it's a, as long as you, as long as your canopy opens, you, you with the, with the object behind you, you're, you're, you're pretty safe. And you just got to figure out somewhere to land. But yeah, I, I never worried about my canopy not opening. It was just an off, off heading was the was the was the, the the concern. So that's all about packing and your body position as you go off, and you that you you know your shoulders are level and your chest is you know place your chest on the horizon. And, but I, I don't do any of that anymore. You know, I've I've, uh, I've survived, and lots of my dear friends have died doing lots of dangerous things and some of it was base jumping and um so i'm very thankful to be alive so you know we just continue on you know we soldier on and we um we speak for those who knew so much but can no longer speak so we uh, we, we we are their voice and uh, you know we're the, we're the children of the light as best we can be imperfect though we are and uh, and we just have to sort of soldier on and um, come up with better plans and better ideas and expose what's going on. And of course, the dark is getting darker because the light is getting brighter. There is a global awakening, which they have to um, somehow manage and suppress. And uh, so we'll see. So yes. we, we just have to keep doing, don't worry about what they're up to and um, don't, or certainly don't be overly consumed by it, but um, focus on the networks that are necessary to create um, a better world. Definitely. The problem is when if you wake up into anger, you're still playing their game. <laughs> They've still got you. And it is, it does get you very angry when you first wake up because there's an awful lot of new information chucked at you, not least of which the world you thought you lived in for 20, 25, 30, maybe even 50 years is actually n not even the same thing. But I should say about Mike, friends, so Falklands veterans fought down there in one of the toughest, bloodiest conflicts that, 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 that we've known. Mike's gone on to travel the world several times as a war correspondent, so a, a photo war journalist, seeing uh, atrocities the world over, seeing the way that, that global funds are manipulated, and by that I'm, I'm including um, aid, food, this kind of stuff, and as I said earlier, is now a warrior for truth. Before we go into our list, I just want to say massive, uh, massive love to you all in the chat tonight. There's John Palmer. Hello, shipmate. Always, um, always a legend. Always, always uh, 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 the voice of reason. <laughs> John is the voice of reason. You know, some people see what's going on and some don't. Um, Loads more of you, all the names I'm recognising in the chat. Massive thanks for joining us. I'm going to say there is a dollar sign down on the bottom of the chat. It's if you want to chip in a fiver towards the channel. would be greatly appreciated. And also, you can see the Patreon link. <laughs> I can't do it. 
down there at the bottom of the screen, the Patreon link. Massive thank you to you all. If uh, for those of you that, that have sponsored the channel for $1.99 a month, it's it's the cost of what two Mars bars, and it just means that now we're in a wonderful position that we can afford an editor, right? I still don't get any money. <laughs> it 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 now all goes to the editor, but I'm more than happy about that if we can keep this positive message going out. So if you can join the Patreon, folks, pretty please. Um, I hope to meet you at my talk later that year. And feel free to send me an email or a message on social media, whatever, if you're looking forward to that talk and what, what you'd like to see at it. That would be great. So, Mike, getting into it. Number one, we're controlled through the education system. Can I jump in there? Yeah, I'm, I'm putting the floor okay. open to yeah, you, brother. All of this, I think, I mean, my I identify, I think, mostly with the with the with the nrx the, the neo reactionaries and i think that's where you're getting the brightest thinkers who are sort of um unraveling what's been going on for a very very long time um and there's a writer amongst them um called curtis yarvin some it's a, i think everyone just grab a pen yeah curtis yarvin that's c-u-r-t-i-s-y-a-r-v-i-n um he's m known more as a mencius molbug uh, Mencius Molbug, you might find some stuff on YouTube about him. Um, but he came up with the concept of the cathedral. I don't think it's the best term, but I mean, we need to take the Keith cathedral back and make it a, a real cathedral. But um, yeah, so the cathedral is really the, uh, the sort of the, the, the permanent state, you know, um, you know, it's, you know, academia, it's, uh, it's mainstream media, it's the civil service and, and the state department all these kind of permanent institutions, you know, the, the commanding heights of the academy. Um, and so this is, that's there all the time. And, and politics, you know, politicians just come in and out of that. Um, but the cathedral remains. So the cathedral is, is, is that that's the deep state. Um, and yeah, and it's, 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 it's in all our Western nations. Um, so I think understanding the cathedral is really important and you'll find he wrote, he wrote a letter and it's online. It's a, a letter to open-minded progressives um, by Mencius Molbuck. And that's a very important thing to read, but also out of the, the neo-reactionary movement or the writers um, came the concept of, uh, or the ideas that we call um, uh, biological Leninism. And there's three lectures or three essays online about that. So it's really important to, to understand the cathedral. Um, I think some of the YouTube channels from the neo-reactionaries would be um, people like a, a, a channel called Charlemagne, um, The Distributist, um, um, I think Aaron McIntyre, a, a few others anyway. But all, all these people are, are, are from neo-reactionary writers. And so you very important to understand the cathedral, very important to read those three essays on biological Leninism. And then you understand how they did it. And then you can really see very, very clearly, um, you know, what's going on behind the curtain. Uh, I mean, England hasn't really had a, a kind of a statesman. Um, I mean, he was a genius, really. Um, gosh, what was this? The River of Bloods speech. Who was that guy? Oh, oh Enoch Powell. 
Enoch Powell. I mean, maybe Enoch Powell was maybe the last true English statesman um, and very good person to study. You know, don't don't believe the the hype against him. But um, just a, a, he understood. He could see. He telescoped what was happening in England at the time, in in Britain at the time, and just telescoped it forward. And and everything that he said was is, was right. Um, other great people would be. Um, that went up, I mean, he went up against the cathedral. Um, people, um, and most politicians at the time agreed with him, but, you know, they, they didn't run the media, um, which is part of the cathedral. And I, I think people like Genes uh, Senator Joseph McCarthy was another person who went up against the cathedral. And, of course, everything that he um, exposed, which had been around, it was well understood 20 years earlier, but he exposed it quite well. Um, the how the communists, how the deep state had infiltrated the State Department in America, and that continues to the, to this day. And of course, it's much worse now than it was back then. But he was right, and there's many good books that have been written about him. I, I would recommend a book, um, Saint Joseph of Wisconsin, um, which is about Senator Joseph McCarthy, and that's very good. It's a very easy read. There's lots of pictures in it. Um, you can even color them, some of them. But anyway. But um, yeah, so that's it's, it's very important to understand the cathedral and and uh, and the, what the neo reactionaries are writing. Um, so that would be my my, my take on all all the um, these institutions that have been taken over by these people, yeah. and they have no interest in in the, in the in the people of the nation. They are not interested in serving the people of the nation. They are very dedicated to serving the architects of this mess, and it's been going on for centuries. But it's certainly since the 1930s. I mean, in England, you had like the Fabian Society. Um, you got now the Tavistock Institute, which was set up to um, to deal with post-traumatic stress disorder. I wasn't called that at the time, but shell shock after the First World War. But that's been taken over. So the Tavistock and the, and the Fabian Society, these socialists, these communists, they're um, they're they're about deception. You know, they really are about um, hate about deception and bad ideas. And we in the truth movement are about love. We are about truth and we are about better ideas. So it's that perpetual battle between good and evil. Mike, something can, I, can I just chip in here? Yes. Uh, it's only that for, for, our, for, for anyone that might be new to this information, in order to put the pieces together, and this sounds utterly bizarre, but this is, this is an agenda that actually goes back thousands of years and it goes back thousands of years with respect to the money system the biggest weapon of the sociopaths is their money system that keeps everybody in slavery and has the ability to crash economies when wherever and whenever they they decide but in more recent history uh let's just say about 400 years ago you had um you had cults you had very bizarre cults that, that had the ability to take over entire religions. So, you know, we're talking like, say, the top three religions. They, they could corrupt one of these. One of them was the Sabbatean... Um, Frankists. Yeah, well, the, the first guy was Sabbatai Sieve, who, who was then followed by a guy called um, Frank, and they ran this cult that was just absolutely... Uh, wicked and evil and that's what they they thought that brought them closer to god so it was really 
all the horrible stuff. If you get what I'm saying, like all the really, really horrible stuff, some of which you, you're getting hints of in culture today. And the reason I'm saying this is this movement, which had hundreds of thousands of followers back even back 400 years ago, then met with a family called the Rothschilds, and they then met with a chap called uh, Weishaupt, uh, who you might have heard, Adam Weishaupt, the founder of the Illuminati. And between these uh, differing agendas, they came up with this partnership plan to bring us to where we are today, to the point where guys like us just think, hang on, what is going on? This is all just a bit bizarre. No, these guys put this plan in motion 400 years ago. They're so sociopathic. They know that they'll be dead long before it, it comes to fruition, but for some reason they don't care about that. And what they decided, and I'm going to hand over to Mike, uh, back to Mike here, but they decided to infiltrate every establishment of any significance globally, worldwide, and they, they decided to do it by international Freemasonry, by um, the, uh, the power of the trade unions, by, and I think the quote is, surrounding the kings and princes with their people. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, and this is why you see situations where, for example, when Bush was in power, particularly Bush Jr., he was literally surrounded by these hawks and he didn't even freaking know it or understand the depth of the, uh, you know, the, 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 the depths that, that, that this would lead. And we, you know, we, we, we saw some pretty horrific stuff come out of that. I'm not, I'm not going to name any specifics, but this is, this is the, the agenda that was put in place is to just get out there in the world and corrupt every single position. Um, again, the agenda, and this is where it comes in, in, in into education, is the uh, attempt to subvert everything and to confuse everything. And we're gonna, we're gonna. This is basically all the points that we're gonna come on to are all part of this plan that's that's hundreds of years old. And as I said, the money system is actually thousands of years old. So the last thing I want to say on the education is that what will any life coach or anybody like Mike or myself tell you, you need to be happy. The sun beating on your face, five quid in your pocket, roof over your head, loving family. Basically, it's that simple, isn't it? If you have the power of empathy, so you, you can extend your love and kindness to other people and help them when they're down, that's a massive bonus, right? But it's just those simple things. You don't need a million pound in the bank. You don't need a Mercedes. You don't need a flashy jewellery. You don't need that position that's going to stress you out and give you a heart attack by the time you're 40 at work. You, oh, what do they teach in school? They teach all that second crap, don't they? They indoctrinate your child to be a brainwashed gopher in a call centre or an office, sat gormless, getting fat, you know, behind a computer keyboard for the rest of their young life. Growing an ass the size of two buses 
and the, the most exciting thing they do with their, their year is they watch Strictly Come Dancing, right? This is, I'm sorry I don't mean to be offensive, I'm just saying it how it is. So immediately you can see how the education system is controlled because they don't teach the kids anything that's important. Mike, the financial system. So this is our old friend, the Babylonian woe, isn't it? This book, yeah? What can we say about the, the financial chains that we're under? Yes. Do you want me to speak? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so that's just one of those essential reads. Um, but, you know, they are, you know, the deep state is fully committed to their transhumanist agenda. So, you know, they, you know, they've decided to just destroy the, um, the the nation state. The nation state is, is no longer required. Um, and people of European descent are definitely on the chopping block. And there's a, there's, there's reason for that. So, you know, the architects of, um, you know, a multicultural, multi-religious, multi-racial, multi-degeneracy society really is a defense mechanism of the deep state. So, you know, you have your bread and circuses with your, with your pornography and your cheap alcohol and your whatever people do, um, for for entertainment and for pleasure um and then you have that tension of every group kind of looking out for itself because to be ethnocentric is is certainly natural and, and and quite healthy when you see it in the right light but um so they they brought they brought that upon us um and that's to keep us fighting amongst ourselves rather than focusing on on you know the architects of of this mess so, you know, they, they are very committed, you know, uh, to their transhumanist agenda. Uh, they, they, they know all about the human genome and, uh, and now they're splicing it and doing all sorts of things with it. Um, so you can only imagine what's going on in secret labs, uh, whether they be in China or in the Middle East or in England or America. Um, the, uh, it, it's this, uh, this, um, this bug didn't come, out of, uh, didn't come out of China. I'd say it came out of Fort Detrick. In um, in America, but uh, anyway, so there's, there's I, I think this this just not quite sure what what to start with really, but I, I think getting people um, educated on on um, you know what their end game is and their, their end game is digital currency. What we're saying, but um, so that that is the agenda. I, 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 I it's, think it's, it's, the, it's the, the enslavement. It's the enslavement of of, of all of humanity, um, but Europeans. I, I, I think especially need to to wake up because you, the Europeans, um, you know, are, are aware of what's going on or, or certain Europeans. And we're not big on slavery. Um, you know, it was, you know, English Christian, Anglo Christians with people like William Wilberforce that really brought an end to the transatlantic slave trade. Um, and they, you know, they certainly weren't the architects of it. Um, and so slavery continues today in Africa and, and Asia and South America. I mean, there are millions of people enslaved in, in you know, sub-Saharan Africa as, as we speak. Um, but Black Lives Matter um, aren't really concerned about that. Um, and of course, BLM is just another one of the, um, the deep state's distractions. Uh, so we, you know, we still, I mean, the, the internet came out, you know, it wasn't, I, I lived in Silicon Valley for seven years you know, in Mountain View and Palo Alto. So the Silicon Valley wasn't didn't wasn't created by a bunch of people working in their garage. I mean, Silicon Valley came out of the military industrial complex, uh, and the CIA is really just MI6 West. 
um, and all these intelligence agencies just feed into the city of London. And so Silicon Valley, you know, the, you know, the com computers were created, you know, the reason why they were given to civilians, the internet was given to civilians um, to, to tag and to, to track and to um, identify and locate everybody that uses it. And that's the, per the primary role of the internet. So it's, it is part of that surveillance um, grid, um, as are smartphones. I mean, I, I, I lived in Silicon Valley when they had the launch of the first um, Apple phone. It was two blocks away from where I lived in Palo Alto on Main Street and in Palo Alto in 2007. I was there and there was you know, a few thousand people there. It was a big media event. And friends at the time, you know, I knew you know, good people in Silicon Valley and still do. Um, they said, Michael, never, ever, ever buy a smartphone. This is the most dangerous thing ever. Never get a, a smartphone. And even back then, I got deported in 2008 by the Office of Homeland Security. But even back then, it was, um, you know, it was just normal. Everyone I knew, that they'd have a very you know, basic smartphone, and these people would very well-paid jobs. And they would uh, always keep the battery out of the phone um, and then they just put the battery in when they needed to make a phone call or they're expecting a phone call or wanted to check, you know, check their messages. But it was just normal to keep your battery out of uh, out of the phone. Um, and nowadays, of course, you can't. I, I think it's quite difficult to get a, um, a mobile phone um, that where you can take the battery out. I don't have a cell phone. I've just got a landline. And, uh, and I manage quite well. I, I meet people all over the place and um, they just know they have to be on time. Um, if they're going to meet me and um, so yeah we, we can get back to this but yeah definitely get rid of your your smartphone and, and don't be on social media if you can avoid it so you know silicon valley is just uh, you so what know, what why is it important because yeah. me we've got media written down as as our fourth point um what what function does it serve what why do you hear a lot of people including myself at the moment saying turn off mainstream media what for people listening that might not, you know, they might watch the BBC News every night and think it's lovely and they, you know, these people love us and that's, they want us to have this information. What, what can we say there, Mike? Well, I've, I've worked a little bit in the media. Um, yeah, the media is just, it's, part, it's the cathedral. You know, it's, it's all, there's no free press. You know, it's a, you know, the BBC is the enemy of the British people. I mean, it was set up to be that it was set up to, um, it's to, to be the gatekeeper, you know, to, to, to you know, to basically protect the deep state, um, like the Academy. Um, that's, that's what these things do. They, they protect the deep state and the BBC is openly an enemy of the, uh, the indigenous people of, of the British Isles. Um, quite, quite openly about it now. I mean, they're really quite confident at the moment that they're, um, they're on the home straight. And so anybody with a, a better idea and, and, and who's exposing the truth will be um, quickly, um, yeah, isolated. And uh, what's that word? The, the, the woke crowd call. Um, they basically get you cut off, don't they, with, on social media. Um, yeah. You, just, you get disappeared, you know. Um, so they... So the media is the enemy. I, I, work, I, I was never a, a, a writer, but I, I was just a photojournalist. But I did shoot some video for the BBC. Um, but yeah, I did stuff for the Sunday Times as well. And uh, yeah, I, I was really aware that they just don't, they buy your photographs, but they, they don't tell the whole story that's, that comes with the photographs. 
um, I mean, I never wrote the story, but they would, you know, they would debrief you if you'd come back from a, a war zone. And I was in and out of wars for 15 years. Um, and they debrief you, you know, uh, photo editors and, and writers within the paper or the magazine. And then when the story's published with your photographs attached, it's not the, it's not the story you told them, you know, so, so it's, it's kind of hard to get it out there. But now we have the internet, even though, of course, it's the AI is monitoring everything. Um, you can get some truth out there. And, and I, I think that that's rising. Uh, so yeah, just, just, uh, c keep working, but, um, I, you know, be, be prepared. I mean, they, they, there will be a, a break in the supply chain. I, I think that's the, the next thing that will be going down. So I think it's a good idea to, um, is to become a good prepper and, uh, and stay fit and try and become your own healthcare specialist and, and just create networks within your, within walking distance of where you live, um, you know, within just a 10 mile radius of your, just, you know, connect with as many families as you can. The normies might be quite difficult to wake up and I think they're, you know, f very committed to, to remaining ignorant and entertained. Um, so just go for the low hanging fruit, you know, go for the people that, um, that, uh, that are keen to, to read some of this stuff. Um, but yeah, just be, yeah get prepared you know but and 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 stay happy you know, as best you can because the, the the challenge they're just getting started but um but i i i feel eventually the um the light will get bright enough to uh, to isolate them because you're, you're dealing with a very very small number of people um in the commanding heights of this yeah i would say non-compliance when i see something that's evil i i just don't go along with it i think that's the best way why I don't, you know, be careful what we say here, but like I don't pay certain fees for certain things when all they want to do is serve me their satanic agenda via, via it. I, you know, I'm my own person when I go outside. I think everyone knows what I'm referring to. Um, it, it's, it's difficult. I, I mean, the whole, the whole social media and the internet thing is like a double-edged sword, isn't it? They... The sociopaths use it really well. I mean, TikTok is the most revolting, vile, disgusting medium. Uh, it's so, it's so agenda. It's so agenda. They're so clever when they come up with this stuff, you know. It's not even like they have to come up with it. The, the agenda is a self-fulfilling prophecy, folks. Um, but the Just I, on the social engineering, I, I, I never grew up with a television. My family never had a television. Um, and I went to, a, my father had, you know, ideas that I'd become a, an, an Irish general in the British Army. And so I got sent off to, you know, we were living in Germany at the time. He was in the military, but I got sent off to boarding school in, um, in England. And the, the last thing I wanted to be was an Irish general in the, in the British Army. But I just wanted to jump out of big airplanes and learn a bit about camping and, you know, be a paratrooper. But, um, but I remember whilst at boarding school, it was, we, it was, um, in the new forest in, uh, in, in England, not too far from pool, actually, or, you know, where, where I, were you in pool or Limston? No. Yeah. I've, I've, I've trained in, in both places. Right on. And, um, I, uh, yeah, my father was with nine five for a while. He's with nine five commando, FOU, I think they were called Forward Observation Unit. I don't know if they do. They still exist. What did Nine Five Commander become? Or I've not, um, I've not heard of them. 
All right. Anyway, so anyway, they must but, have been but, um, they must have been very good. Yeah. So yeah, nine five commando FOU. Um, anyway, but they were Marines, and so but 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 be, you know, so when we're in Germany, and then I got sent back to England boarding school and everything. But and so we were only we only had television um, on a Thursday, and we had to be sat with our cocoa at seven thirty uh, on a Thursday, or all of us in the television room. Um, and we used to watch Top of the Pops. And so that was heavy social engineering. That was the, day, the days of Jimmy Savile and Queen and Sweet and, and, and that crowd, you know, back in the in the 70s. And um, and you could just see the social engineering then, you know, men wearing high heels and uh, just the fashion. I mean, just just awful music, really. I mean, I was not, not really into pop music, but um, but that but so we were being social engineered then at, at school. And that was the only television program we were allowed to watch. Um, and uh, yeah, so I've never, as, as an adult, you know, I've, I've never lived with a television, never owned it. I've been back in Europe now and back in my ancestral homeland, Ireland, for um, 2009. So, yeah, you know, um, yeah, just over 10 years. And I, I haven't seen television once since I've been here. My children have never seen television. Um, so I just don't know why people watch television. So it's just it's always about social engineering and and you know propaganda and 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 the BBC does it brilliantly. They are the best and they they really are the the, the best at uh, production, but also at the, the at, at lying to you and engineering you. So yeah, you must um, preserve your your um, sense of uh, grasp on reality by stepping well away from mainstream media. Um, yeah, in newspaper. I mean, the only time I do not read newspapers. Um, but I do look at the headlines every time I go into a petrol station and uh, and just to see what the enemy's up to, you know. They're really, yeah, they're so good, aren't they? Uh, I mean, all this stuff, they make you feel as if it's progressive, as though as this, this is the planet developing, you know, this is humanity. And when you go through the university system, it's so, this, this, indoctrination is really strong you will find yourself fighting for all kind of rights as a student that when you look back you think oh my god what 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 was i thinking why did i you know what should we say something here mike about why why is it important when you're trying to divide and conquer to have um communities that are fragmented that are disenfranchised that are um embarrassed ashamed of their own bodies that are ashamed of their own gender or sexuality or that are encouraged to um be somebody that they're not um what's been done to women just period um is satanic in itself i mean a lot of women have just been destroyed over their looks and their body shape um by the beauty lie, the beauty myth, as Naomi Wolf referred to it, um, and it's it all just seems to be divide and control, doesn't it? Keep people in their left brain, so in their non-thinking brain, squabbling over stupid nonsense and not and and taking their focus off what's really going on. Is that is that about it? Yeah, I mean that, that's you know if you read you know study those three essays on biological Leninism, and and then you'll see how they 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 weaponize um, 
the, the criminals, you, you, they just elevate um, people of low character or you know, the mentally ill um, or the criminal class. They'll just elevate them um, into positions of power. And then those people were, were paid enough and they're either blackmailed or compromised or threatened. And they'll just carry out the agenda. And so that's, you know, the, you know, biological Leninism has a death grip on Western civilization at the moment. Um, and it's important how they did that uh, or to understand how they did that. And nationalism to me, it is. Nationalism is the key to world peace. You know, when, when you actually um, understand, you know, present it um, well uh, and understand why it's important. Because nationalism for me is, is you know, is that is to love all nations of the world, but love your nation the most. I think that's very important, and then, and that's the key to world peace. So, because we know all these 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 um, these wars are rigged, every single one of them, and the borders of of all African nations or even India. I mean, these 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 nations were were created by by the deep state um, because it created there's so much internal tension within these nations so you know india's many nations really um you know many many nigeria i mean any any country in africa is is um is is full of internal turmoil um but the ruling class of these african nations are just puppets for for the for the you know for the central banks you know for for the deep state you got people like the president of ghana who's saying some interesting things uh, recently, he's invited all Africans back to Africa. Um, so Africa really could be great. Um, it's the most resource-rich place on the planet. Um, but now they're being encouraged to, and it, and you just have to, you know, data, data analytics is is you know very important, and you know, conspiracy uh, analysis is 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 what we do um, rather than conspiracy theories. Um, and if you look at the conspiracy analysis. You'll, you'll see if you um, yeah it's if if you look at the intersectionality uh, diversity uh, totem pole ladder um, you know they put straight white men um, at the lowest rung and above that is everything else you know um, whether it be transgender homosexuals uh, other races people of color and all this thing but the lowest rung and I have a, you know, a Jewish friend who's a very successful corporate lawyer in in uh, in Brooklyn. In, in New York, um, and he exposed a lot of this stuff to me. You know, you just have to look at corporate law now. Corporate law has, if you look at, um, yeah, look at the 1948 UN um, uh, Convention Against Genocide and look at, well, what is genocide? And back in 1948, they identified, well, you know, what does genocide look like? And so all the points that um, identify genocide is what's happening to the European people. So we are officially being genocided. Um, if you look at the UN migration pacts and, and corporate law, you you know that's it. It's we're there's uh, we're being pushed to one side, and all our governments have signed up to that. So our governments, and once again, the cathedral is complicit in this crime against humanity. You know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a peace activist and a human rights activist, um, but I'm also a soldier. You know, so I. I believe in standing armies and I believe in strong borders, um, but they're there for a reason. Um, so I believe in the nation state, you know, but the nation, the, the, the word nationalist is kind of the new N word because nationalism, when it's correctly present, you know, presented and understood is the key to world peace because people, 
you know, generally want to get on with their neighbouring nation as long as they feel secure in their particular patch. I mean, I think there are 650 ethnic groups in the world. There are just over 200 nations now in, in the UN, which was caught, of course, was set up by the deep state, just like the EU was set up by the deep state. Um, and the United Nations is just is just managing the conflict, really. They just oversee it and kind of gatekeep, gatekeep the truth about what's really going on. There are lots of really good people uh, you know, in the intelligence services and in, you know, these in international bodies like the, you know, the United Nations or, you know, so, so many good people, um, but they're just caught up in a bad system. Uh, um, and if you want to stay in the system, you best keep quiet because, you know, friends of yours, Chris, myself and, 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 um, and other people we know, you know, we've, we've spent quite a bit of time behind the curtain. So we know what goes on. Um, if you've done surveillance and I have and, and close protection and I've done that, um, you know, you, you, you really do know what goes on um, behind closed doors. Um, but how are you going to get it out there? You're certainly not going to make it go mainstream. So we have to try somehow create these networks that are beyond the internet and, um, and, and get reading and, and get organized, but try and imagine a future, a future of, uh, of symbiotic nations, really um, making the world a better place. And there's a great book, Blip. I mean, if you really want to understand what's going on you know, you know, with the living systems of the planet, um, I think an essential read to understand, you know, the, 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 of course, the green movement is sort of red on the inside, green on the outside, but, um, you know, the Green Party and people like that. But to get a real grasp of what's happening, there's a book, you can get it on Amazon now, B-L-I, Blip, B-L-I-P, um forgotten the guy's name i've got it down i wrote the guy's name down so i don't have to go digging my bookshelves um oh yeah uh, christopher clugston christopher clugston wrote the book blip if you want to know how desperate things are uh, on the environmental level read that book um and that's why it's so important to to make nation states um not go to war with each other, you know, isolate the warmongers and the secret societies and the criminals who are the architects of these wars and really get serious. Um, we've had a 300 year, ex, you know, adventure with the, um, in the, you know, industrialization and, um, it hasn't worked out very well. So we have a planet to clean. Um, but the people who are in power and have been all those 300 years, um, are very, very satanic, and they do see human life as being very low on the totem pole, and they're literally re-engineering um, humanity as we speak. I just want to fill in a few bits here, as, um, Mike, again, because for people hearing this for the first time, it, it, it will just be so confusing, and it is quite confusing, folks, but the whole... The, the, the whole immigration thing, whether it's legal or Ill illegal again is just part of the agenda to 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 divide and control to split communities to um disrupt law and order to separate families etc etc this is again without getting too deep into it this is why we've seen such deliberate destruction in in north africa in the last 10 years um in the middle east massive migrant crisis where do they go they all come to you well not all of them thousands of them go elsewhere but m many of them will come to europe 
and it's quite important for the agenda to um, to split Europe up, to split it up as a, as a power base of of um, trying to say this in a way that will make sense, but white family loving units and communities that care for each other and do this that and 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 the other for for each other and again what mike's saying i think i need to take that one stage further it's not i don't love my country more than any other um i love all countries equally and all people equally but i want people to feel so comfortable in their country and i've seen you know i say this every time don't i i've seen 85 of them around around 85 countries around the world they're beautiful places i want people to want to stay in their country because it's such a great homeland but of course you're not going to see that great homeland if you've got the military industrial complex controlled by the sociopaths bombing the hell out of you right destroying your ancient artifacts and 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 monuments and buildings destroying your family your 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 killing your family destroying your businesses destroying your trade of course you're going to want to come north you're going to want to seek a better life right this has to stop simultaneously so does this this robbing of natural resources which is done under the clever guise of trade agreements and aid aid deals and and the United Nations and this clever web of deceit that you think is benevolent, but is actually is is just a, a a web of greed or a funnel of greed, should we say? So this is this is what we're talking about. I want people to be so happy in the beautiful country they're born in that they don't want to come come to mine. I mean, you know, the reasonable immigration is is not an issue, but at the rate it's happening the the indigenous community is is going to be wiped out and once it's wiped out it's it's never going to come back because it can't um so i'm just trying to clarify here guys because i don't want people to think this is about racism it's nothing to do with that absolutely nothing to do with that this is about a love of humanity not just like a love of of certain parts of of humanity um i mean nationalism is very important and patriotism is very important you should love your nation but part of loving your nation is you know to be a nationalist um is to demand that the commanding heights of of your nation you know the cathedral all the instant permanent institutions um but the, the the commanding heights of your nation is occupied by a representation of the best of your people. I mean, that's what we must do as nationalists. Um, but at the moment, you know, we've got the criminal class that really occupy, or the, these proxy warriors for for the deep state occupy the commanding heights of our of our, of our nation states. And so, you know, we must demand that you know people of integrity, imperfect though we all are, um, just like Senator Joseph McCarthy was imperfect, bit of a drunk, but he but he was in terms of um, uh, you know, demanding the truth. Um, he was five star, you know, and exposing what was really going on. So that's the kind of people, and he truly was a, a, a brilliant senator. I think he was a high court judge at, at the age of 29. It was incredible. Um, 
and he was in the Marines. So, um, so yeah, that's being a nationalist isn't just about waving the flag, but it's actually demanding that the finest of your people are represented um, or representation of them um, occupy the commanding heights of your society. And being a nationalist means that you're also um, ensuring that the natural habitat of, of your nation is uh, is is um, well, you know, you're a good steward of it, and 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 you're preserving it, you know, for future generations as best you can. Um, so that's that's being that's what being a nationalist is, you know. Um, and so for me, I think it's important to to really love your nation, love all nations of the world, but love your nation the most, because when when you know what it is to love your nation. You'll, you'll, you'll be able to empathize with others around the world that love their nation. So, you know, that, that you'll, you, you won't be going to war with them anytime soon. Um, and they will be doing the same thing and uh, isolating the warmongers and the secret societies and the criminals um, that are proxy warriors for the, for the deep state that, um, that runs their nation. And of course, we're going to have to figure out some way of um of of you know there will be we will have to have globalist bodies but not globalist bodies that are um, that are run by the, the criminal class which they are t- uh, at present you know we do need global institutions that are able to um to manage the you know the raw materials of the planet and uh, and extract them um um where we you know and and you know just manage them well because they they they're not at the moment i mean it's just um you know the the the, the whole in 300 year experiment with industrialization um i think we need to reverse engineer a lot of that and uh, and somehow get back so if we can get back to a, a symbiotic world that is dedicated to not having conflict and dedicated to preserving peace with their hard borders um then we can really concentrate on on, on, on cleaning the place up but uh, with 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 these warmongers who and who are the architects of all these wars um, you know, we we just we just can't do that. So uh, it's, uh, but we, I, I'm very hopeful and, and confident that we will, because, like I said, you know, you're up against just a very small number of people. Um, but of course, they've got thousands of agents. But the, uh, the the commanding heights, I think, you're just looking at a very small small number of families. And um, but they 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 uh, they they're, uh, they won't give up without a fight. So, um, so well, let's, uh, I think they will if we un we but the level of human thinking at the moment isn't advanced enough to counteract what we're experiencing. What I feel needs to be done is people can only lord power over you if you give it to them. And how do you give them their power? Well, you give them your power by playing their game, so buying into their money system, buying into their um, democracy. You know, their, their, their phony democracy, their left brain consumerism, their left brain capitalism, um, you know, going to vote for them. All these kind of things is, is what we're not quite, you know, there's a big disconnect and a big gap between us understanding what the situation is and how to take action against it. Because most of the action against it that is suggested, it's in their language. It's using their, it's using their avenues, their tools, their strategies. That that's why they created, that's why they created them, Mike. Right? 
Um, I'm not suggesting that I, I, I know a perfect way, but I do know that you, 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 they can only have power over you if you give them your power. And the way to not give them your power is not, I don't think it's going to be a physical thing. I think it's going to be a mental thing. You know, I think it's the total, we need to be rearing our young in a way that encourages them to not be that prisoner of, of their own thinking and to not uh, let their thoughts get controlled by the dark side. Mm. Just to stay in the, literally, just stay in the light. Stay in the light, make your actions in the light, and then the darkness, it will have no, you know, it, it, it will have no power, and as such it will, it, it will cease to become relevant. Right. Mm. You know, imagine, um, let's just say a certain event that happened maybe 20 years ago in, 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 in I'm not even going to say the country, but say in a major city. And, um, you know, imagine if everybody had just turned the news off. Imagine if they'd gone, that, that ain't true. That's, that, that's their game. That's not true. Sorry. Off you go. Right. We wouldn't have seen a 20 years like we've seen. You know, we wouldn't have... Um, People coming home in body bags and with body parts missing and children going the rest of their lives without a mother or, or, or a father because they've been killed in a, in a, in a rich man's conflict. Um, this is what I mean, Mike, when I say take the power away. Don't, don't play their games. Don't mm. do, don't do the, the mainstream media thing. Don't do the voting thing. Mm. If they're telling you to do something and you know it's unjust and it's unlawful, don't do it. I mean, if yes. I, I think if you are, I mean, it, it is rigged, of course, but, um, you know, de democracy, I mean, it's, it's theatre. I mean, I, you know, I worked for a US congressman and a presidential candidate for two years, um, you know, when I lived in America. So I, you know, I, I saw it, I saw it there. It was quite, quite shocking, really, even though the guy I worked for was a guy called uh, Dennis Kucinich, rhymes with spinach. But, um, and I like Dennis, you know, we got on really well and I was a member of his close protection team and at times I was his only bodyguard. Thankfully, nobody attacked us. So, and, um, but yeah, you know, it was, it was great and I, I got on well with Dennis, but he was absolutely, totally controlled, you know, deep state operator really. And, um, but, you know, one, quite a few, he never got, he never even got the nomination. Uh, John Kerry got the nomination that year, and, and George Bush had his second term. As I worked for Dennis in oh three oh four, um, but I it, I really saw you know how it's 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 theatre, absolute theatre. Um, well, John Kerry and, and Bush are they're both bonesmen, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, these are players. You know, they're 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 they're, um, they're proxy warriors. Well, they're, for, um, they I mean, they both belong to the same satanic secret society skull and bones that's yeah and um i mean we've got i think Rand paul is saying some interesting things at the moment um in, in america he's uh, not not too bad but I, I think when your politicians start sounding like members of the neo-reactionaries um i think you, you you've got a bit of a chance um and so i i just familiarize yourself with, with that work you know biological leninism and and, and the cathedral and all this stuff. So when your politicians start sounding like that, um, then um, they, they might be worth supporting. Um, but yeah, like Europeans, I mean, we're, wherever Europeans are in the world and they've been displaced to, to, to create these um, 
these nations of, of Australia and New Zealand and Canada and, and the USA, these um, propositional nations, we call them, um, you know, wherever we've been you know, displaced to or, or encouraged to move to and, and create these, the, these industrialized uh, civilizations, European people, um, whether they be in those, you know, those nations or, or in their ancestral homelands of Europe, we are, you know, we're about 8% of the world's population. So we are the smallest racial group on the planet. And we're now being expected to give up these, these nations that we created, you know, taking the land from, um, you know, indigenous people that were at war with each other until Europeans turned up with, with you know, more advanced technology and uh, the ability to organize um, and take those lands and create these nation states that weren't there before. Um, and so those lands and our ancestral homelands of Europe, you know, we're being encouraged um, to just basically give, you know, give them up. And so that we become um, a despised majority as we are at the moment. We're a despised majority in these lands. So wait until we're a despised minority. Um, so, you know, we have to w wake up to that. And I think women, I mean, I never thought I was white until I, I, I went to America and um, or for the first time. I always thought I was half English, half Irish, you know. Um, but now so you go to America and suddenly you're white. And um, But, you know, it's, if you look at all the women in the world that are of childbearing age, only 2% of them are white, of women of European descent. So we are, we, you know, if we, if, we were, um, if we were an owl, you know, there'd be a charity, uh, you know, to protect us, you know. But, um, you know, we are an endangered species. And... Um, and they, they they haven't finished yet, you know. So they've managed to create all these, whether it be the American Civil War or the the Irish Famine or the First World War or the Second World War. All these wars did an incredible, good job of um, of wiping out our 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 men before they had children. I mean, if you look at the um, and and our intellectuals as well. If you look at the 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 um, uh, was about eighty percent of the student body of um, of Oxford and Cambridge died in the, uh, the, 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 um, the battlefields of, of World War I. Um, and so these were the brightest and, um, of, of, of our race, you know, of, of, our, of our, you know, the people of you know, England, Scotland, Wales and Ireland. I mean, so, so this is what these wars do is they just grind away. They just throw um, our men often without having children into these wars. And if they make it back from these wars, um, a lot of them end up becoming quite dysfunctional and their marriages, if they're in one, often collapse. Um, you know, post-traumatic stress is a disorder is a real thing for, for a lot of men. Um, and, you know, alcohol and drug abuse. I mean, they just, it's, you know, Oxycontin, the addiction to that and um, the Sackler family, another a, a great story. But it, so they, they really are. And, and you know, now, now they're trying to set up a war with Iran or with China. I mean, all, I think at the top end, all these nations, they are all, it's it's all okay you know they it's uh, um you know the elites in in, in these um these nations survive um but what they do particularly for our people um is they're, they're genociding us they're wiping us out now they've been given it it's official and um and if you if you speak out against that i mean and i i never speak with hate but if you're um less than enthusiastic about that agenda um that's that's a hate crime
you know you 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 know if you're if you have more love truth and better ideas you're a criminal um so these people know that you know there's they, they know they've been given europe so they're just proxy warriors so we mustn't hate them whoever they are but they've been brought they've been brought into the west they've been brought into europe to destroy it and the eu was set up to do that and i think a really really good article that was written by a chinese woman recently it's really good you can google it it's called uh the um Oh, yeah. Bunting's map on China's new Silk Road. That's it. Just read that article. Bunting's map on China's new Silk Road. And that helps you understand why Western civilization needs to be collapsed and is being collapsed. And it's happening on our watch. So, you know, if 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 uh, if our friends in Hereford and um, and elsewhere serving and no longer serving um and other you know second tier elite forces of, of the british and military and all the other fi you know five eyes nations of new zealand canada and australia and the united states if we could uh, and for me it's just about waking up the military and and the police you know the, these are the people we need to get educated and um you know because they they're behind the curtain a lot of them and so um yeah, so the deep state can't do anything without the uh, without these people on, on side, and you know the, our, the British forces are really just a, a they're just a strong arm for the deep state, really, and have uh, you know for for a long, long time have not seen the uh, the British people as their as their main priority to to defend. Um, it's a, it's a, the 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 Ministry of Defence is really uh, defending the deep state. That's its primary role. As, as are all the security services as well. But Cheltenham knows this. Mike, and, I'm going um, to jump in here because um, we've been talking for an hour and a half and yeah, I, I don't want to go on too much longer despite the fact it's been a wonderful chat and um, massive thank you to all our, our friends in the, in the chat section. It's just I don't want people to look at it and go, oh, it's a two-hour video now, I'll, I'll give that one a miss. Whereas an hour and a half, they might go, ah, I I can squeeze that, that one in. So massive thank you to you, brother. Um, look after yourself. Um, if you just want to stay on the line, Mike, Mike will I play everything out. But to everybody at home, like I said, friends, just love and empathy from this channel. That is all. We're not trying to, we're not prejudiced. We're not racist. We're, we're none of these things. We want a better planet for everybody. But the way when you look out the window at the moment, it, it, it's really not the, the paradise and the nirvana that, that it could be or, or even a particularly pleasant place to be at the moment. And um, we need to combat that and we need to do it through love, empathy, understanding and gentle resistance, let's say. Once we start chuck, chucking our toys out the plan and, and trying to, you know, it, it, I, th I think we're just play, playing their game, aren't we? Sorry, can, Mike, can did I, you want to say something? Just, just last, before we... we just a, f a few um, articles I, I think are important. And, yeah, I'm a Christian, and, and so I come in the name of the Lord. That's, that's, that's where I'm from. Um, that's where my heart is. And I, I think a, a really good article to read um, came from a, a website, faithandheritage.com, but, you, you know, you can Google it. And the name of the article is a biblical defense of ethno-nationalism. And that's very useful um, to just show how the world truly can become symbiotic 
if we re really understand what nationalism is about. It's not, it's not about hate of the other, it's about love of the other, but, you know, protecting your own. But, uh, the, but I, I think some useful, a few useful channels, I think um, uh, Ice Age Farmer, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Ice Age Farmer is absolutely brilliant work, really, really good research. Um, 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 the Last American Vagabond, um, it's very good, very good channel. The Last American Vagabond, and, and that, a lot of work by a, a, an investigative journalist who's definitely getting up to speed lately, um, Whitney Webb, so she's on there. Um, the Last American Vagabond, very good. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's others that I can remember, but um, yeah, but th those, those are great. So I, I'd highly recommend those, and anything from the neo-reactionary, I, I think that they're, they're very good. And uh, yeah, just um, you know, don't don't lose any sleep over this stuff. You know, just uh, just uh, yeah, have children, um, prepare, and uh, and and have fun. You know, as long as it's uh, you know, try and stay in a state of grace, and um, and and you know, don't because we are being socially engineered to um, to you know, sort of hate the other as well. You know, um, but just understand that other races or other groups that have been, you know, come into these lands over, over the last few generations are just being used as proxy warriors. So they're, you know, they're, they're, they're innocent. We um, get it. We get it. Right. So, so love, love, truth and better ideas. Brilliant. Massive love to everyone. If you could please like and subscribe, um, put your thoughts below the video friends and it will give us some, some information to go on next time. That's it. I'm going to play you out. Much love. Friends, thank you for listening to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Please like, subscribe and share. And don't forget to follow me on social media. Username Chris Thrall. Instagram Chris Thrall. Thank you.